have been successful in the league, they can pour into you as a person, in, as, into you as a football player. So that's special. I don't, there's not really a whole lot of other places that do stuff like that, but we personally have a relationship with like Roy Williams and everybody, you know, like sooner great. So it's actually really cool. And it's not like that everywhere. Yeah. So the family part was definitely fun. Um, I heard you guys, well, y'all should know that we do a good job of reporting good things first, right? So what did Baker say when he talked to Venables? Y'all remember? The, uh, when he said he was in his room with him for 30 minutes, those of you at the game, what did he say? He felt like, oh, oh, oh. what did Jay Hall say before Pro Day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. POTP does not lie, all right? So, nah, that was cool. Um, second, Baker, right? How could we not talk about him? Man, I know he's not hearing anything, but just for me to look back and say that I played with two Heisman Trophy winners, Jay Hurts. I know, yeah, Heisman runner-ups. Um, I know Spencer and Caleb's are gone, but like, I look back now and I'm just so appreciative because that is so rare. Like, I'm talking to, I go to the Senior Bowl, right? And they, they're all asking me, like, hey, what was this like? Hey, what was that like? I'm like, bro, like, Sam Howe, like, you're a first-round pick. Like, <laughs> I'm supposed to be asking you what your career is like, you know? And so, I hope you guys understand how just being here, being at Oklahoma is a special place to us. Baker, that, that in itself is crazy, just being able to say that I played with him. So, it's been a cool weekend. I'm glad. This is my last weekend here. Uh, I fly back home. Tuesday, Tuesday morning, and uh, getting ready for the draft with my family. So that'll be fun. Uh, everybody's been asking me, uh, so I'm anticipating day three, probably around around five or six. So this is my first time publicly saying this, so I hope it happens. <laughs> uh, if it doesn't, if it doesn't, don't feel bad for me because I'm gonna make the team. I just want to get paid on the front end too. So I, I'm not worried about the football part. Y'all know I'm gonna kill that, but I, I still want, I still want a little signing bonus too. So, but uh, yeah. So draft is next week. Braden, you're done. I'm done. Braden's Our last done spring screen. ball in the books. <laughs> how how does it feel? Talk to us about the spring overall. How you feel going into your season? You're healthy. He's healthy. Spring was great, man. It was good to get around the coaches. It kind of just changed the culture. We've been talking about it so long during the winter workouts that it was good to get in there on the field and actually change the culture. Um, I personally love spring. Okay, like I was saying. Sorry about that. Quick intermission. I personally love spring. Uh, I don't want to give too much on the offensive end, but uh, I am very happy with the way the offense is going. Obviously, we couldn't show everything at the spring game. We had to keep it very vanilla. We couldn't show basically anything. We were just running the ball, really. So, uh, But y'all will be very excited about how the offense is ran, the defense flies around. And uh, I think we made great leaps as a team. I think I personally made great leaps. and. Uh, I'm really excited about this team. The biggest thing that I can say is that this team is so close, and it's been closer than any other team that I've been a part of. 
And I just think, I think that starts with the coaching staff. I think that starts with Coach uh, BB. Go ahead and say it from day one that he wants it to be a family atmosphere from the recruits to the players to former alumni. So um, it's, it's going to be great. So we're going to keep on working. We have workouts. We're going to finish up strong because just because spring is over doesn't mean that this spring semester is over. So we still have workouts. We're going to finish those strong and then we're going to get back to it in a couple weeks in the summer. All right. Hey, so have y'all heard about this new NIL deal? Yep. Yeah. Hey. I should honestly take all the proceeds from these shirts, cause <laughs> gonna buy a lot of copies. Hey, man, this boy about to get paid, right? Hey, all right. So for those of you who do not know, I know y'all heard about the play, the, the Texas offensive lineman getting like thousands and thousands of dollars a year, right? Y'all, y'all heard about that? Just the offense alignment. So OU was like, bet. <laughs> They're going to give every single player. If you were on the team and on scholarship, I don't know how the walk-ons are going to do it yet. I know they're getting a piece. But if you're on the team, you're getting $40,000 over the course of the year. Yeah. But, but in order to get the money, there are things they have to do. So they have to go out and serve the community I think like four or five times a month yes. or something like that. So to add on to what Jay Hall's saying, it's not only going to be football, it's going to be football at first. And they're going to start with about five guys in the summer, then in the uh, season. That's when everybody's going to be able to do it, as well as walk-ons. Uh, all scholarship players will be able to make 40000 Some guys will be able to make 50000 say a, a team captain or something. And then, uh, <laughs> I'm not complaining. Uh, we have walk-ons will be able to make around 12 to 20K. We have basketball players that will be able to uh, benefit for it. And of course, our softball girls are going to be able to benefit. It. <laughs> so the, the whole deal behind it, the premise behind the, uh, the One Oklahoma uh, Collective is basically we have, we're doing things through charitable services. So we are going to sign autographs individually. Uh, then these all, you have to do five things a month. So you have to sign autographs individually. You have to sign autographs as a team. You have to uh, go work for a charity. You have to get on Zooms with nonprofits. And then the last one slipped my mind. Don't know what it is, but basically you have five things. They're split into 12 months. The uh, the earnings are split into 12 months, so 3,300 a month. If you do all five things, you get 100 points. And that 100 points is if you, that's 100% of the 3,300. Obviously, if you do four, you get 80. Then, you know, that's 80% of 3,300. So that's how we're gonna be able to make it. We're Like I said, we're starting with five guys initially, and then we're gonna expand it to the whole team, walk-ons included. But it's a good opportunity. It's backed by uh, Barry Switzer, of course, Coach Switzer. And uh, I, at first, I didn't know how I felt about it. I didn't know if it was legit or not. I go to our compliance. I'm like, hey, <laughs> look, they talking about this thing. They talking about a lot of money. Is it legit? They're like, what is it called? I told them what it's called. They're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. You're, that's a great opportunity. So I'm extremely excited for it. Obviously, I won't be able to make 40000 because I'm going to be gone in a few months but I'll be able to make as much as I can, and I'm thankful for that. It's a great time to be a college football player, so. Yeah. Man, so.
they give forty thousand dollars a month, but I can't make a T-shirt and get hassled about it. So, I, uh, anyways, um, guys, once again, thank you for coming. You guys are the lucky ones, okay? So we don't have a guest interview person tonight, right? So that leaves us with you guys. So tonight, tonight, three of you guys are gonna come up here, if you want, and uh, we're gonna do a little five minute interview. But you gotta talk loud, okay? So <laughs> we don't have mics, I'm sorry. All right, so um, give us about 30 seconds. Let me look over this, and we're gonna start picking uh, people. Start with the first one, all right? <laughs> hey, normally we can just press pause and then keep it going, but we're in person now. All right, do we have a volunteer? All right, I got you. Come on up. Hey, you're on. Right. All
we're huge Baker fans. There was three weekends in a row when we flew to Minnesota. Uh, where was it? California and uh, Cleveland to go see him. Three okay. weekends in a row. Okay. Yes. Hey, that's pretty cool. All right. So, who's your favorite player? And second question. What's been your favorite game of all time? Oh my gosh. Okay, Kyler is my favorite player. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry, you guys are you guys are close seconds. Who's the favorite? Who's the favorite between one of us? Okay. 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 I'm sorry. It's okay. gotta be Brayden because you said you yeah. like. Show uh, Last Chance You. 
uh, they went to Independence Community College and they had to uh, take out two sports and it was baseball and women's track. So I was like, uh, I, I went to Cockville Community College, graduated there uh, this last school semester, so. Okay, all right, Brendan. Favorite Sooner memory? Sooner memory? Yeah, um, be loud and proud, baby. Tell them about it, preach it. Um, What's happening, huh? <laughs> Church. There's too many, honestly. Yeah. I, this past season, I'll let you This past season? All right, yeah. Um, actually, the uh, the bowl game, actually. The bowl game? I actually got a, uh, after the game, I got his uh, bowl game shirt and his left glove, too. So, okay. so he's my favorite. He's my favorite. That's two. That's two. That's two. This is from the man that said I don't do anything for the car. <laughs> watching this spring game? I think we got a bright future ahead of us. I think all the young guys are going to come in um, next couple years, even some like this year. Um, I think they'll do good. Um, I think Brain's going to have a good year. Um, I think Dylan Gabriel, I think he's going to do us good. I think we actually have the potential to uh, actually go to the playoffs. I'm not, I'm not just saying that because like I'm on here, but uh, I I think you guys look good. Yeah. You got bright future. All right, all right, we got one more. All right, uh, we'll do two. All right, all right, we got you two right here, standing up. Come on, come on, we gonna make this both happen. Come on, both of y'all, both of y'all, come on, now. come on. Maybe we can do You got one? 
Mine is definitely the flag plant at Ohio State. Do y'all think that should have been the Heisman Trophy? Yes! Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Did y'all go? Who went to a Texas game this past year? Oh, yeah. Did y'all see my terrible flag pennant afterwards? <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll redeem him next year. I'll do it. I'll do it for you, baby. I got you. All right. I got you. All right, young man. I'm holding you. Up. You, you have a favorite singer memory? Uh, DJ Graham's pick. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Everybody thought it was my. Everybody thought that was me. We're like, oh my god, bro, great play. I was like, that wasn't me. I'm sorry. I could do it too, but that wasn't me. Hey, that's so cool. So cool. So, last question. All the way from Iowa, right? Is that where you live right now? Or no, I live in Kansas right now. You live in Kansas? From Iowa, yeah. So you commuted here? Yeah. Do you have a favorite travel memory? Or do you, are you just quiet, like music on, just basic? Uh, my favorite travel memory is listening to the podcast on the prairie. Okay. 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 Young man, do you have one? I might switch it up for you. Yeah. Have you ever been in front of a crowd this big? Yeah. Yeah? Were they been listening to you? No. no. <laughs> Do you like it? No. <laughs> Is there anything you want to tell them? Anything that you've been thinking about? Anything you want to tell the fans? Sure, Brady can share some stuff as well. Yeah, like like Jay all said, um, 
as some of y'all may know, most of y'all probably know, 2020 season, I had got hurt. I tore everything in my right knee, except for my ACL. Um, so, I mean, obviously that's good. And then this dog got uh, hurt a couple games later. I wasn't fully healthy. They came to me, said they needed me. We didn't want to leave Jay Hall stranded. He would have been out there dying, 80 snaps a game. So they came to me and they were like, hey, do you think you could go? So me being me, I'm like, of course. Just let me brace it up. Brace it up, went out there and competed. But like Jay Hall said, you never know when you're going to have to go out there and just go on the limb, just go when you're not 100%. In the game of football, I touched on it a little bit when Perion was on the podcast. We are never playing at 100% health. Like, there's always something going on. Even when you think something's not going on with a player, something always is going on. It's usually worse than what you would think it would be. So just passing that knowledge on to y'all, nothing's ever going to be perfect, but it's about what you do with it. You know what I'm saying? And mo you know, and a lot of adults know this, some adults may not, but a lot of the kids, I want y'all to take that and run with that, man, because that's really good. They all thought of it, and I was like, that's perfect. Yeah. To add on to that, like the little kid just said, right, he was nervous. You're never going to be ready for the moment. All right, adults in the room, we're talking about football. How does this relate to you? All right, in your profession of life, you want a promotion, right? Go sit in, like we talked about it before, go sit on a meeting you've never sat in before. You may not even be ready for the meeting, but hey, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're not going to be ready, all right? Another area, what's, what do you do? All right, you're in school. What do you do, sir? Construction. Construction, okay. I don't know anything about construction. <laughs> what do you do? Huh? School. School, okay. School. I can talk about school. I can relate to that. I was here for five years, right? All right, so I remember when I first applied for my MBA program, right? For those of you who don't know, I, I was pre-med. My undergrad is uh, kinesiology, health and exercise science. When I first got into my MBA class, I remember one of my first classes was like quantitative analysis. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, you just gotta go and get into the mix. For my coaches in the room, your kid is never gonna be what you may think. You're, you may not ever be the coaches, you may not never be the, the coach you dreamed of, but you just gotta go. That is our message for today, is just go chase after whatever you've been waiting on. Whatever you've been sitting idle on, it's sitting right there for you. You know, you just gotta go and figure it out along the way. Then you'll look back and be like, man, I, I never, I never would have thought. I say that about my entire career. You know, I've talked to you guys about it on the podcast in terms of being a captain. Never would have thought. You know, so hopefully you guys can take some of that and uh, take it home to your families or think on it on the way back. Brady, you got anything else to share? That's about it. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we haven't done it in a while. My favorite part, listen to some of the questions, but we got y'all, so. There you go. To wrap this thing up, do you guys have any questions for us? I know you guys have submitted them through Twitter and everything. We probably ran out by this point, but if you got any more, we are here to share. We got one right here? What are y'all's favorite memories? What are our favorite memories? I'll go first. Uh, my favorite, you know, I'm not going to do Texas, because we already said that. Baylor 2019. Yeah. That'll be one Go, go to Baylor on the road, get down big. Crowd was going crazy. Uh, I'm a young guy at the time. I'm like, oh my God. Like, it's like, Baylor, I don't know how Baylor Stadium got that loud, but it sounded like the Cotton Bowl in there when we were losing. Got down big, 
go in the locker room, we just bring it up and we're like, hey man, we got this. We got this, Jay Hurts, I'll never forget him saying, we got this. They think they think the game's over with. We go back out there, we win it. Your boy catches the game time touchdown. So goes on to kick the field goal to win it, man. Uh, man, that 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 feeling will never leave. That in the Texas game, obviously, but those feelings of coming back, fighting through with your brothers, man, that's what it's all about. Love that game. Okay. My favorite memory uh, would be, what year did we, we play Baylor in the Big 12 Championship that same year, right? Same year. Yeah. All right. One of mine would be after the Big 12 Championship, right? I remember thinking prior to that game, I'm like, I want to be like Baker Mayfield. You know, I want to do something crazy like after the Ohio State game and run around the whole stadium, right? So after that game, they were handing out shirts and hats and I got my little Big 12, you know, like, hey, like, we lit, we just won. And um, I took the shirt, right? And I just took off running down the sidelines. And when I took off running, I got all the old heads behind me. I got Nick Basqueen, I got, I can't even remember how many people were behind me. So I rode to the corner and people started screaming. I'm like, y'all cheering for me? It was, it was like the first time I felt valued. I'm like, yeah. So I started running like, yeah, they all screaming. Like they all doing the wave. And I was, I was so happy in that moment. And it's definitely a core memory for me. So any other questions? Yo. Uh, who's a one player on, on past or present uh, that you played with that you would not let date your <laughs> I know one currently. <laughs> no way. No. Alright, alright. He he asked, what player past or currently will we not let date our sister? Uh, so like outside, never mind. Honestly, bro, 
my parents just put me in this thing and I just ran with it ever since. So <laughs> if there's anybody I probably looked up to kind of, it might be Greg Olson, but eh, I just kind of saw something I was good at and had fun with and I just generally like football. So that's, that's my story. Another question, here we go. Okay, yeah, she asked, what was it like for Bob Stoops to prepare us for the Alamo Bowl? And for me, that was, that was somewhat like a dream come true because when I committed, Bob was the head coach back in 2017 and then he retired like three, four months into my career here. And so I never got an opportunity, I didn't even get a spring game with Bob. You know, I never got that opportunity to play under him. So to have that time with him in an environment that was just so relaxed. We were there to have fun. You know, the pressure was off. Bob was smiling. You know, as a captain, I had to, I had to do a lot of events with Bob. And so I got a lot of personal time with him. And um, just all that mental, meant the world to me. Like, I can walk up. I view Bob totally different now since the Alamo Bowl, Alamo Bowl because we now have a, a, a real personal connection. And so um, y'all remember that comment I made about Texas? at the Riverwalk. Yeah, that was, that was Bob's idea. I, that wasn't even mine. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I'm truly glad I got that opportunity. Uh, yeah, I think having uh, Coach Stoops as a coach for the Alamo Bowl, man, it was the perfect transition until this year, man. Everything that Coach Venables preaches is the same thing that Coach Stoops did, man. Uh, you know, Jay Hall and I talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it on the pod. It might have been an off the pod conversation. But whenever you're walking, Coach Stoops doesn't ever walk past you. He's going to come say what's up to you. He's going to come say hi. He's going to ask you how you're doing, and that just means the world. Say you had a bad practice and you're down on yourself and you're walking off, Coach Stoops is going to come say hi to you. You know, just make your day. And that that's the biggest thing because a lot of times you don't have that. You have a, a lot of times you have more of a personal connection with your position coach, and it's not necessarily universal with your head coach. So to have a head coach that genuinely cares about everybody, the same way BB does, it was a great transition into it. And then like Jay Hall said, it was a very relaxed um, atmosphere, but we also wanted to play hard for coach, you know. And uh, I remember the first day we got down there, Tuesday, everybody had went out the night before. And uh, it, it was the hottest day of the season, or it was the hottest practice that we've ever had since fall camp. It was about 80. Nine or something like that in humid down in San Antonio. And he comes up to us, he comes up to me and Jay Hall, he's like, because we had a terrible practice, by the way. Horrible. Everybody smelled of alcohol, it was terrible, okay? He comes up to us, he's like, think we should run? I said, Coach, if we run, we're probably not making it off this field. No. He goes up, he goes, all right, everybody in line. We all said, I'm just playing. Oh, okay. We all came up. But like I said, it was just very, very relaxed, and we wanted to play hard for him. That's a guy that you want to run through a wall just like BB. So I love uh, having him as the interim coach. Bob has a way of making a large team feel small, if that makes sense. And that's not something that we got, no shade at all, that's not something that we got from Lincoln. And so to feel that, you know, was a noticeable difference. So uh, two more questions. Two more. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Coach, we need to get that guy and who's going to be. Yes. 
He's definitely going to need to get back, guy. He's always on the field, so I don't know how he's going to transition to being on the sideline. He has never been on the sideline at any practice. So um, we'll see how that goes. I, I think the only person he'll listen to is probably Smitty, so it's got to be Smitty. So, yeah, so I, that there you go, Smitty. And yes, he does need one. Last one. Hey. The difference between the two coaches. Ah, yeah. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. So the difference between Lincoln and Venables. True. All right, so all right. <laughs> I, I got to set this up for you because I, I don't want any shade thrown at all. All right, so when we think back on Lincoln's career, right, he's he started out at Tech. He went to East Carolina and uh, towards the back end, well, basically, all right, to keep things short, Lincoln has already always had his way for the most part, right? Venables has been underneath people at a high position at several different places for a very long time. Lincoln's primary focus has been on football. He's never been a person, he's never been a part of a program that's really been bigger than football. You know, he was with Bob for a little bit, but things change over time, and that was early on. Venables, Venables sees everything. He sees, like he talks about coaching the player's soul and not necessarily their talent, you know, their heart, not necessarily the talent. You know, his eyes are on you as a person, his eyes are on academics, his eyes are on your manhood, how you treat women outside of, how you treat women, how you treat people, your career. Lincoln was primary football, and so that's, it's like, it's like having a dad, but instead of your dad being your dad, he's just your coach, and that's it, if that makes sense. You know, Venables is more so, I'm going to give you everything. You know, I'm going to supply all your needs. You know, I'm going to be there for you when, it, when you have a bad practice. I'm going to be there when you're doing great. I'm going to, you know, in the valley and at the mountaintop, everything, in all areas of life, you know. And that that's probably the biggest difference. You know, I think they're both great minds in terms of football, one defensively, one offensively. But uh, that's those are the two things I notice. <clears throat> <laughs> He's a little bit more mean than me, so I'm sorry. No shade to Lincoln, man. Look, if it wasn't for Lincoln, man, I wouldn't be here. So I always give him, you know, appreciation. I always have love for him for coming to get me. Late in the signing day, he didn't have to do that. So I always have love for him for that. He touched on the family aspect of it, and I think he was 100% correct. I could go into Coach, uh, Coach B's office any day of the week and be like, hey, Coach, let's talk about the playoffs, the NBA playoffs, and he'll just have a conversation with me. I didn't, that was never going to happen back in the day. But in my perspective, I think that he carries more fear in the players, I guess. I don't know. Maybe more respect. It, it's hard to explain. So when Link said, hey, the locker room got to be clean, or I'm going to send you out to the other locker room, like, Link's not going to send us to that locker room, bro. We'll be all right. When BB says the locker room needs to be clean, that thing better be clean. All right? I, I know y'all seen the video, the It's Not Good Enough video. He talks to us like that all the time, all right? 
but no, he like he just uh, he just carries a little bit more respect. I, I guess you would say. I don't want to say fear, but. Yeah, healthy fear. You know, like the fear that you have for your parents. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like we're all scared of him or nothing like that. Like I said, I could go in his office and chop it up with him. But like I said, like when he means business, it's all business. And so I think that's going to make a more disciplined team. And I think that's going to make it. The team always takes the personality of the head man. He's a hard-nosed, grinded-out, tough type of guy. And I think that's what the team is going towards. Um, so those are the, that's about the biggest difference I see. I think that's a great point to leave it off on. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Just so y'all know, um, like we said on Twitter, this is our last uh, last event for a while. I don't know when we're coming back. It may be June, it may be July, it may be early August. Um, but we need a little break. However. Uh, Braden had the beautiful idea, one of his first ideas ever. <laughs> um, we're probably gonna do Twitter Spaces every now and then, so we'll we'll shoot out a post on Twitter from the podcast page and the Instagram page, and just let you know if you guys wanna hop on and hear us talk for like 20, 30 minutes or so. But other than that, drive home safe. Thank you guys once again, and good night.